Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hi everyone, welcome back to Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. Today we're going to talk about wind turbines. So, wind turbines. There's different types of wind turbines. And um, some require some maintenance and some require almost none. So let's talk about, first of all, the differences. So the best way I can explain it to others is think about a drill gun. So when you go and buy a drill gun... You can buy a brushless drill gun. So like a lot of newer style drill guns are brushless. But then there's also drill guns that have brushes. Okay. Now the same theory there is the same theory with wind turbines. You can get a wind turbine that has brushes. And you can get a wind turbine that does not have brushes. Meaning brushless. Now the difference is, is that if you have a wind turbine that has brushes then yes, you will have maintenance involved. Because over time, those brushes wear down and they need to be replaced, right? So that would mean that you'd have to take down your wind turbine, um, you know, open it up, replace the brushes, and then put it all back together, reassemble it, and go ahead and put it back up into operation. Brushes wear out a lot faster. So that's going to have a lot more maintenance involved. Now, when you go to a brushless with no brushes, then basically there's nothing to replace as far as that's concerned, right? Now, the only thing that it that winds down to is now both of these type of wind turbines have bearings. That's, that's what enables everything to spin, right? It has to ride on a bearing. Bearings in general, uh, especially on wind turbines that have brushless, um, well, both both are almost rated the same, but in, in this term, let's talk about um, brushless wind turbines. The bearings on them will last easily 10 years or more without you having to replace them or even worry about them. 10 years of usage. Okay, so now think about it in the terms of your car. Your car alternator has, you know, it's like a mini motor and it's got bearings in there. Now... The amount of RPM or speed or rotations that your alternator is spinning is very fast, okay? Very fast. And alternator bearings actually last a very long time with that amount of rotations and at that speed, okay? But if you think about the same type of terminology in a wind turbine, The wind turbine will never spin as fast as your alternator will, okay? The revolutions, right? So that means there's technically less wear and tear on the actual bearing. So the bearing will last a very long time. So that's a very minor thing if you ever have to replace. Bearings are cheap in general, right? And they last a very long time. So that's that's great news. So those are the two main differences, right? Now let's talk about wiring. Now, when it comes to wind turbines, there is basically two types of wind turbines. As far, you know, besides brush 
and brushless. There is actually two types as far as wiring. Now, when it comes to a wind turbine, you have two options. You can have you can have a wild three-phase AC. That means you have three wires coming down from the wind turbine, coming down the pole, running in your conduit, running back to your system, like your solar system, your charge controllers, um, whatever you may have it tied into to convert back into a usable power, right? Now, what happens is you're going to have wild three-phase AC coming down the pole, so three wires. Now, those three wires, because you have actually three, you can actually use smaller wiring, which means it's cheaper for you, okay? And you, it's a little bit more efficient, okay? So you can run a longer distance with smaller cabling, which costs you less money. And the benefit of having the three wires run down the pole is that you don't ever have to worry about dropping down the wind turbine to actually um, replace the bridge rectifier. So I'm about to get into what a bridge rectifier is. Now, all wind turbines have a bridge rectifier because it's taking the wild three-phase AC and basically stepping it down and converting it into a usable DC power, DC voltage and amperage. And what it does is it takes the three wires and then it takes it down to two wires. Okay, so for my for my example, I have an off grid system and I have a brushless wind turbine utilizing the wild three phase AC with three wires coming down the pole going into my solar power shed that's going to, you know, the rest of my batteries and all that. So what happens is the wire comes down and it goes to it hits a bridge rectifier. The bridge rectifier is actually mounted very close to my batteries. And from there, it's, you know, off the bridge rectifier, you have a positive and negative. And that goes into the charge controller. And then from there, straight to the batteries. That is how my wind turbine is connected that charges my um, lithium-ion li lithium batteries. Now, there's another style. Basically, the bridge rectifier is mounted up inside of the wind turbine. Okay? So the two differences is that basically the bridge rectifier is either mounted close to your battery system or the bridge rectifier is mounted up in the wind turbine. So if the bridge rectifier is mounted up in the wind turbine, then you will only have two wires coming down because those three wires that's coming off the stator in that wind turbine is already going to the bridge rectifier because it's mounted in the wind turbine. So now you'll have a positive and negative coming down the pole, only two wires. But here's the catch. Because it's being converted at the top of the wind turbine, and, it's, and you already have usable DC power coming down the line, you now have to use thicker cabling or wiring. Okay? You have to use a very thick wiring. And thick wiring costs a lot of money. Right? It's way more expensive. Now, not only that, you actually lose voltage and amperage because of the bridge rectifier being located and mounted and installed in the wind turbine. So, lots of, lots of pros and cons to, well, to both scenarios here, right? Depends on what you're trying to accomplish. So, if the, if the bridge rectifier is mounted up in the wind turbine and the bridge rectifier goes bad and needs to be replaced... Then you have to drop down the whole wind turbine in order to replace that bridge rectifier. Now, 
if the bridge rectifier is not installed or mounted in the wind turbine and it's actually you know closer down to where your solar system is where your charge controller your batteries and all that other stuff is then if it goes out it's very easy to replace because it's accessible it's right there it's right in front of you right so like when i walk into my power shed i can easily look right at my bridge rectifier not only can i visually look at it and see how it's looking and making sure everything is good but if it ever went out on me i could easily just go ahead and disconnect it and put a new one in it would take me less than one minute in order to actually replace the bridge rectifier that's how fast it would be like there's only three four five wires that you have to disconnect and they're screw terminals but if it was mounted up in the wind turbine we're talking at least an hour maybe two three four hours right because you have to drop it down disassemble it remove the broken wind turbine on um, um, bridge rectifier put the new bridge rectifier in reassemble it and put the wind turbine back up so a lot more work involved right so to me it's not beneficial to have the bridge rectifier mounted up at the wind turbine have it mounted down by your your solar system your batteries and your charge controller it just makes way more sense and you don't have to use big thick expensive cabling coming down your wind turbine okay so that's something to think about if you're going to be using wind turbines and you're going to get into that if it was me like i have done i would look for a wind turbine or you can build your own wind turbine but make sure that you're running the wild three phase ac down the down your wind turbine pole all the way back to your system and then from there um, tie it into the bridge rectifier and then tie it into your charge controller and then from your charge controller it gets wired to your batteries right that's just the best scenario let me tell you i'm going to save you. anybody that's thinking about getting into wind turbines i am going to save you a ton of headaches a ton of work by just taking some of this advice okay because i have had both types of wind turbines and once my bridge rectifier went out one time in one of the models of a wind turbine that i had back in the day that it was mounted up in the wind turbine, it was a pain to actually deal with. So after that experience, I have only gone with the other types where basically it's a wild three phase AC coming all the way down and my bridge rectifiers mounted very close to my whole solar system. Ever since I've made that decision, life has been good. <laughs> Let me tell you. So anyway, I hope that explains some things there. So if you're going to get a wind turbine that has brushes, keep in mind that you're going to be replacing brushes. If you're going to be having a um, wind turbine that has the bridge rectifier mounted up in the wind turbine, then you have a lot more work ahead of you when that time comes to replace that part, right? So it's better to just basically get a um, wild three-phase AC, run it down the line with no brushes. You want brushless. And you're going to have years and years and years of maintenance-free on your wind turbine. So I hope these tips and tricks help someone out there um, that's maybe thinking about getting into wind turbines and stuff like that. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast, available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY. 
inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash freeyourmind. And there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast, available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY, inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash freeyourmind. And there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.